Failure should be our teacher, but not our undertaker. Failure is a delay, not defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. We can either embrace failure or evade failure by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. Whoever you are, from wherever you are, doing whatever you're doing, thanks for tuning into my podcast. You know what time it is. It's the time to experience one mind-baffling dream along with your host, me, Anurag. You are listening to the podcast, Snowzy Dreamer. On a cold winter morning, the minister was seated at the head of a table in a dusty old office. Facing the boss was the newly appointed geographical surveyor from the railway department. Having been at his assignment for less than a month, he was bustling with enthusiasm, eager to prove his worth in salt and not bogged down by the exasperating bureaucracy. Carefully listening to every word that came out of the minister's mouth, Joe was scribbling notes on a small notebook. The meeting ended within an hour and Joe had finally charted a new trajectory to travel west towards the Arabian Sea for conducting the survey. As the sun began to set, Joe packed his suitcase with his travel essentials. He hoped to leave early before the sunrise to get a head start against the sweltering heat. The planned duration of the expedition was five months but he expected it would take longer due to the spirit of bureaucracy. Bidding adieu to his wife and kids, Joe stared at a long trip ahead of him. He left sharply at 4 a.m. His hands were freezing while trying to hold the horse's reins, and his teeth were clattering to generate heat. And off he rode towards the never-ending horizon. kissed his kids goodbye. He had settled into a routine of riding from dawn to dusk while resting at night to recharge himself. Crossing a narrow road on a valley, Joe saw a silhouetted castle. Cross-checking his topological sheets, he was confused whether he had missed his path. His navigational skills were exceptional, but the huge stone castle was unexpected His interest peaked and he wanted to visit and check out the hilltop castle. Glancing at the marvelous architecture, he estimated the distance to be a day's travel away. His surge in excitement, the first since leaving his sweet home, and his fear of the mysterious building did not help his sleep that night. He kept turning and twisting on his bed all night long, thinking about this enchanted building. As Joe neared the palace after a day of exhaustive travel, he noticed a small village market bursting with families shopping before retracting for their nights. The surroundings looked anomalous as everything was larger from back home. He tapped on the shoulder 
to inquire about this village and which jurisdiction it fell under. But the aged man did not respond. He tried to talk to a small huddle who were discussing politics. But they too did not bat an eyelid at Joe. He was furious and curious at the same time and started striking aimlessly before being ushered by the uniformed guards. Summoned before the king in handcuffs, Joe muddled with conflicting thoughts. The king shouted with his coarse voice at Joe, asking him to explain why he was snooping around in this kingdom. Stuttering and petrified, Joe mumbled a monologue, but the king was aggravated and jailed the puny surveyor without giving him a fair chance. Pushed into a terrifying prison cell, Joe felt the world crashing down. He sobbed uncontrollably, reminiscing about feeding his small boy and his smile running down a maze field. An endless train of thought wrecked havoc on his mind and he was visibly agitated. Helpless and clueless, he settled into the prison cell with no relief in sight. Every morning and evening, the prison security would push a plate of food through a small hole in the metal door. The food tasted bland but was sufficient for his diet. There was a barred window that indicated the time of the day. Joe counted the days as years and craved the comfort of his home. Joe requested meetings with the king, but the prison rejected it every single time. The guards pointed that his prison sentence was no less than 25 years. Being a surveyor, he had a knack for standards and measurements. For the second time in as many months, he noticed his surrounding objects growing. He was invigorated by the renewed smell of freedom to escape. To test his hypothesis, Joe started to measure all objects in his tiny room every single day. His intellect urged him to start making calculations. Having amassed data from his observations, he guesstimated the day he could sneak out through the window. With a long and excruciating wait, began preparations for surveying outside. Creeping out of the window and getting out was now the least of his worries. He documented the route back home down to the tiniest attribute. As the D-Day neared, he was antsy but wanted to escape at any cost. As the moon showed his face and the sky turned dark, he resolved himself and made the leap of faith. What he saw next astounded him. His surroundings weren't getting any bigger, but he was growing smaller. Irony had the last laugh. He was free from prison, but stuck an ant in a human world.